Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Yvonne Mendrin of optometrywealth.com, a fee-only financial planning firm serving optometrists nationwide. Yvonne, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Seth. I really appreciate it. So you've got quite an interesting background, and I love that you start that, that your firm, your RIA, specializes in a specific profession. That is you know, awesome niche marketing that we preach here on the show. How did you get started? Yeah, I mean, going back um, a few years back, I started my career taking the first financial advisor job that I can find with uh, Principal Financial Group. So one of those big hybrid firms that most people know. Um, spent a few years there, learned a lot. Uh, one of the things I learned was that just wasn't the business model I wanted to be in long term. So after a few years left there, joined a really awesome um, RIA financial planning firm here in the central California. Uh, spent five years learning from them and and just getting better as an advisor and kind of seeing how a small business and an RIA actually operates. And then about a year ago, decided to leave that job. And um, after uh, buying a house and having our second child, uh, leaving that job to start a firm of my own, um, working with optometrists nationwide, optometry wealth advisors. That is awesome. Congratulations. I Thank too you. Uh, left the Fortune 500 financial services company and started my own firm in 07 when the market uh, crashed. Uh, yeah. And um, my wife had just quit her job to be a stay-at-home mom to our first baby. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, you had interesting times there in your, uh, in your beginning. Yes, absolutely. Well, congratulations on taking the leap. How did you arrive at the niche of optometry? Were you an optometrist in your past life? I didn't hear you mention that. No, I, uh, I wish I had a better origin story. I mean, it it really just started with a, a fascination. I'm not married to an optometrist. I I've never witnessed an optometrist being wronged or anything. I just, uh, it really just started with a fascination. I've always been, I've always wanted to serve one group of people really well. I, I never wanted to, I've experienced trying to be all things to all people. So I, I've always known I wanted to specialize and a small professional business owners and their businesses have always fascinated me. So it really was a decision between, okay, do I want to work with dentists, attorneys, optometrists, like who among these professions are most fascinating to me? Um, who did I feel like I can bring a lot of value to? Who did I feel would want my services? And, and who did I feel were, were underserved? And so just thinking about it a whole lot, 
listening about the optometry profession, having conversations with people uh, that are either in optometry or, or work with optometrists. So just doing a lot of research and reading and listening, um, I just felt like they were a really great fit. And I, you know, I, I had a, an opportunity to start with a clean slate, starting the firm from scratch. So I, I felt like they were uh, underserved and, and just dove all in and haven't looked back. That is awesome. So how have you been able to do that? How are you marketing to optometrists nationwide? I think that's a fascinating case study in terms of niche marketing. Yeah, well, I, I start by seeing where optometrists are hanging out and then how do they how do they create content for them for each other? Because they do. They're active on social media channels like LinkedIn and others, um, Facebook groups. They are uh, reading their industry publications. They're going to their association events and they're creating content for one another. They're creating podcast episodes for each other. They're creating videos for each other. They're uh, writing articles for each other. So you just kind of see, okay, how do they, how do they like to consume content and where do they look for that content? And then you, I mean, you talk to them, you go interview optometrists and say, okay, what's on your mind? What's on the minds of your peers? Um, how would you look for content about these things? Um, how would you like to see a financial advice relationship play out? You just kind of interview them and, and get to know what's on their minds and, and how they would want to search and learn about that. And then you just start there. So for me, it was um, starting with content marketing, which is a really long, long game, right? This is, that's sort of my long-term um approach, but pairing it with um, building relationships with optometrists, getting to know consultants and other professionals that work really closely with practice owners, and um, trying to present my my knowledge and information at the different things like association meetings. So it's it's kind of a pairing of a, a content, really long game plan with uh, with more shorter term stuff like building relationships with with other professionals. And then how did the Optometry Money podcast come about? Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm a huge podcast uh, listener, uh, obsessed at times with podcasts. And then I, I see that they listen to podcasts too. I mean, I see how, again, how they're creating content for each other. They are creating content, uh, podcast content for each other. So I just felt like that would be a good foundation piece of content that I can then uh, chop up into bits and reuse in other ways. Video, uh, writing, take that text and turn it into writing. So that podcast, I felt like uh, would be a good way to get them used to the way I talk and the way I think about financial planning, interview other practice owners and other optometrists. So it's a good way to connect with other people and, and get good information in front of them from their own peers, uh, but also a way to, to be able to use that uh, foundation piece of content reuse parts of it, chop it up into different pieces, and then reuse it uh, in other ways. That's beautiful. You're following our playbook step by step. I love it. So how has that worked so far? Um, uh, how has it been received by the optometry industry? Good. I mean, it's it's gotten uh, some good feedback so far. I, I've it's a skill to interview and it's a skill to talk and in front of a microphone. So, uh, you know, if you listen to every episode, you can kind of see, okay, he's getting a little bit, a little bit better. So for me, it's just a learning experience in terms of, uh, of being on the mic and then editing and, and doing that, all of that. Uh, so it, it's gotten better and better from my standpoint. It's gotten some good feedback. You can see downloads increasing as time goes on. So that's always a good sign. Um, so for me, it's just 
trying to hone in closer and closer on what topics are applicable to them and uh, just trying to trying to make it better. What have been some of the things that surprised you the most uh, along the way? I think the one thing that surprised me was that before I started the firm, I read a whole lot of books about building businesses and business ownerships and listened to all sorts of podcasts and had all kinds of ideas and about how I would build a firm. And then once it came time to actually quit the job and then start doing the business stuff, like I felt like it was like all that stuff was just a a mess of a, a pile of information in my head. And it was much different having to actually go in and do the work and actually build a business and build a marketing plan and then carry out the marketing plan and then build uh, processes. Like it was, it was one thing to read about all of it, thinking like, okay, I, I could do this and feel like I know what I'm doing. But then it was a totally different thing when it came to, you know, game time and actually, actually start doing business stuff and marketing and, and all that. So it's, uh, it's just a, a whole different ball game when you're actually doing it than when you're reading about it. Absolutely. What do you find is your biggest challenge now? Uh, it's it's marketing. I mean, well, let me back up. I, I think the biggest challenge is really trying to um, trying to wear both hats of of the business owner marketing the business and the other hat of constantly constantly learning about technical stuff that's applying to uh, optometry. So it's uh, trying to balance out your time and being really really. Um, good about managing your time so that you you have enough time to do things you need to do to market your business, but also doing the research and studying in order to be technically competent in uh, things about their practices and their life. It's a, it's a tough balance to do both. Sure. So um, if I'm allowed to ask, how many optometrists are you working with right now? Yeah, it's it's a, a small handful. I mean, I you had someone on with like 600 households nationwide. Like I've I've got a fraction of that, but we're we're just getting started here, so we're we're on our way. Well, well that is awesome. On yeah. that you're at the beginning of your journey, and we will have yeah. you back when the number is much larger. Awesome. Uh, your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? I love working with business owners. I mean, it's it's so interesting to get into their businesses and get into their minds and see how they think and. And to see how their practices impact their household finances and their uh, their life decisions, you know, how much time they want to spend in the practice, out of the practice, where they see the practice going, that combination of small business and all the other financial planning stuff is just, it's fascinating. And they're just, I mean, they're they're fascinating, professional, smart people. Uh, it's just a lot of fun to to work with that type of client to me. Awesome. For our folks who are watching or listening, the best place for them to go to learn more is that um, optometrywealth.com. Optometrywealth.com. You can find out all about my firm and, and my background. Um, you can check out my podcast, the Optometry Money Podcast as well, wherever you get your podcast. Awesome. Well, this has been Seth Green with Yvonne Mendrin of optometrywealth.com. Yvonne, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time.